0: Do you think I'm... Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
1: We give you the glory. Come
0: on, Next time down the road in your car, sing it to the Lord. You'll get where you are going in Hallelujah. Come. Let come, let come, let come. on. Come. us Come. on. Push the Come on, thank you, Jesus. Come on, us. Come. let us Come, yeah. let us Come on, lead, lead. kneel down before Him, kneel down before, before, him. before him. Come your on, worship, worship. Thank you, Lord. We're finishing the final chapters of Ezekiel. Welcome. Yes. We worship you. Glory to God. We worship you. Hallelujah. We worship you. you,
2: Glory to God.
0: Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. He are you.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Come on, y'all. Hey, come on.
1: the glory amen we give god the honor hallelujah we welcome everybody hallelujah we thank everybody for joining us we're going to get into the book of ezekiel we're finishing out the last chapters in the book of ezekiel i am lady apostle and we're going to finish out this book of ezekiel because we started this series hallelujah um i do believe back in september So I want to make sure we end this year strong with God's word because the Lord is speaking to us in the book of Ezekiel and we could not finish this year out strong without finishing up God's word. So that's why I'm coming on today and maybe on tomorrow to finish it out because we have a long weekend ahead of us. We're going into the New Year's 2023 prior to us going into... The new years of 2023 the lord god is going to be using us amen and we're going to go into our um um our night watch for the 31st but we're starting on the 30th that's right, we're going to start on the 30th and prior to us starting that watch night we're going to first come to the house of the lord as the lord begin to divinely connect me to collaborate hallelujah with evangelist uh faith kilum and a war war cry and that's right we're having that service on december the 30th um we're going to have that service december the 30th that's on a friday night so i want you all to prepare yourselves to come on out and be a support and come on out and be blessed the lord god is going to use um, a number of us just to bring forth his word amen there's going to be a spiritual cake service that's right at peace and joy temple located at 3800 colerain avenue cincinnati ohio 45223 and the host is evangelist faith Keelum, amen along with the co-host pastor queen joy walker and it is a war cry ministry amen we thank god for her ministry hallelujah evangelist faith calum a war cry ministry amen we got to continue to stay hallelujah praying without ceasing and i'm glad that the lord god is going to include me in this special program and i'll be bringing the word on the oven my god my god now you know that's a hot place amen but it's the lord god can persevere persevere us to get through hallelujah that hallelujah. That, that oven, that fiery furnace. Come on. I look at the oven as the fiery furnace, the line dance. Come on now. Come on, Daniel, misha right, and abiligo go. Come on now. God is going to use some great other women of God as we come forth with the war crime ministry. So that's going to be the jump start of our Watch Night Weekend. That's right. As you can already see that we got our Watch Night Weekend. It's going to bless Dwell in His presence. A New Year Weekend Gathering, which started on December the 30th, right there at the program, starting at... 7 p.m., and then at 12 midnight, we're going to come back, that's right, to SOAR International Outreach Network, located at 1115 Hicks Boulevard, that is Fairfield, Ohio, amen, 45014, and we're going to dwell in his presence. That means that we're going to stay in the presence of God in the church, that's right, from Friday all the way to Sunday, amen, and then we have our Sunday morning service, but we're going to come into the new year in his presence through prayer and fasting his prophetic word and the lord god just moving according to how he's going to move so you may have a service at your church on watch night Saturday, but we are being here friday midnight so you're welcome to come come on and let's dwell in his presence a new year weekend gathering let's arise and shine the book of isaiah 6:60 is our theme scripture where we're standing on for 2023 so friday Saturday, and sunday friday starting at 12 Midnight, hallelujah, to 12 noon. We'll be praying. We'll be fasting, laying in his presence, calling forth his name in the name of Jesus. In Saturday from 3 p.m. to 3 a.m., where we'll start off with God's prophetic word. We're going to his declaration of our decree and dec- declaration word, the spoken living word of God. And then we'll go into our New Year's Eve service of prayer and fasting all the way through midnight, all the way over to 3 a.m and then we'll come back on sunday morning and celebrate the new year i'm at 9 a.m to 10 45 hallelujah a.m so we're going to be in the logos the word of god praying and fasting our chameleon come on out and join us it is going to be a new year weekend gathering let's arise and shine and let's dwell in his presence and i know that this is going to be an epic hallelujah um, um just day hallelujah i know that the presence of god is already here and you're going to receive whatever it is that you're going to receive going into 2020 23 decree and declare As we've been praying we've been fasting we're going to also pray with our season. we're going to continue to pray god is going to show us how to not only get into his presence and dwell there but how to stay there so when we decree and declare his name things will begin to happen miracles will begin to work and His word will begin to come alive in our life so i'm so excited About everything that is going on, Hallelujah! May God bless you and may God bless you, Hallelujah! And let's go ahead and just worship for a couple of minutes, and then we're going to go into the study, Hallelujah, of the Word of God. I know that the Lord God is shifting our atmosphere. Our atmosphere, Amen. So even as God is shifting our atmosphere, let Him shift your atmosphere wherever you are. Get into a place where you can just not only hear God's word right now. But you can also feel his presence because the Lord God is about to speak to us as I decrease and the spirit of the Lord increase to speak through his servant of God as he releases word through the book of Ezekiel. May God bless you in Jesus name.
0: in the atmosphere. Out of the way enough to lift your hands and say, God, I need you right here. Yes, Lord. You'll be shifting the atmosphere. Wow. Cry myself to sleep. Don't know where my son is. He's, he's been gone for three days.
1: Thank you, Lord. Jesus. I may call the police. Jesus. But before I do, I'm going to lift my hands. Yes, Lord.
0: Because in my worship, they'll find him alive and well.
1: Come on.
0: And you'll be shifting the atmosphere. Yes, Lord. Pain in my body. I, yeah. Doctors don't know what it is. They tell me, just take this medication, and that gives me another problem. And they say, they take this, that, and that gives me another problem. Next time I go to the doctor. Before I walk in the room, I lift my hands. Hallelujah. And now be shifting the atmosphere.
1: Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord.
0: We thank we'll you. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Worship is shifting. Shift.
1: to god hallelujah we thank the lord the lord god continues to shift the atmosphere amen hallelujah so let's just go ahead and listen to one more song and then we'll go into the word of god amen god bless you hallelujah and let's just go before the throne hallelujah of god Yeah. Uh-huh. to 2023. 20, bow down at his feet and we're gonna cry holy 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 oh holy oh we're gonna call there's no like Thee. come on glory in his presence we're going to dwell in his presence coming into 2023, my God. And while we're in 2023, we're going to still dwell. And whatever we can create to dwell, it's going to be ours. Why? Because we're going to stay in his presence. Hallelujah. We're not just going to come in there when we want something. We're not just going to come in there when we need something. We're going to stay in his presence. See, the more you stay in his presence, when you call out to him, heaven just opens heavens will just open above you your family whoever you call on for it's gonna happen for them on your behalf hallelujah in your presence hallelujah my god my god See, it ain't just about being just spiritual and so holy and no it's a difference when you in his presence you're already spiritual When you are in his presence, you're already holy. You set apart for him to use you for his glory. That means that you are not in it. You have died out to you. Your humility has arose in you. And now you're able to just stay in his presence. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And your presence. I want to be glory. Where you want to be? Where you want to be. Where you want to be? Where you want to be. be in 2023? Where you want to be? Do you want to be in his presence? Or do you want to be in your own presence? Or do you want to just be in the people's presence? I want to be in his presence because when you're in his presence, he gives you faith to be in everywhere in everybody's presence. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm so excited about his presence. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm so excited about God's presence. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to go ahead and get into the word. Amen. I thank everybody for joining us. Amen. I thank God for your life. Amen. Hallelujah. And I just wanted to also just reach out to those that have been joining us. Amen. Because there's been a lot of um, individuals that's been joining us afar. And I would like to take this time out. And I'd like to take this time out to acknowledge them, amen, just to say how um, grateful we are that you've been in, in the presence of God through listening to his word, through your his servants that's been ministering this whole year out and a couple years prior. And just wanted to tell you that, um, um, I just wanted to tell you thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of SOAR International Outreach Network. So I want to give thanks to those that are, hallelujah, not just in US, but we have some that's listening in all the way from Africa, Colombia, Mexico, United, Arab, Emirates, Canada, um, Democratic, Republican of Congo, Dominican, Republican, me republic amen jamaica pakistan yeah i mean these are individuals that are listening in we give god the glory amen hallelujah we ain't taking this for granted we thank god for those that's listening in all the way in ohio california georgia new york texas florida connecticut michigan new jersey Illinois, um, Arkansas, Colorado, Indiana, Washington, Pennsylvania, Alabama, Missouri, Mississippi, North Carolina, and any unknown places. I'm just reading you the statistics that the Lord um, has revealed to us on those that are listening in. So we want to just welcome all of you that's listening in on the podcast, because we're on about 25 different podcasts, so people are listening in on all the different podcasts that we're on, so we don't take it for granted for the podcast that the Lord has given us to connect with, amen, so for those that may not know, you can connect on the podcast, hallelujah, because that's where most of our uh, recordings are located at, because we're no longer on the Facebook platform, live video, but we're on the YouTube, but we're on hallelujah apple podcast speaker spotify our heart radio google podcast amazon um cast box desert podcast Attic pod chaser pie bean joe revan hallelujah we're just open to so many other podcasts that we're connected to so if you cannot connect us look for our logo that is the soar international N- network you will see the colorful flag that represents the u.s and other countries in that flag and also you can tap into soar international network or reveal to redeem radio that is our Sword tv station so we just thank god for you amen and for you connecting with us hallelujah amen and glory to god hallelujah amen so i just want us to go ahead and start hallelujah with our study hallelujah amen and we're going to finish out the book of Ezekiel, amen? But what I want to do is, I just want to kind of give us a brief outline of the book of Ezekiel, hallelujah, what we've been studying, amen? Just going, because we're already now in chapter hallelujah 32 today we'll be in 33 so from chapters 1 through 32 i just want to give you an outline of what we've been studying those that have not been with us but those that's been following us to go ahead and just check your notes you may want to add something to your notes but we've been um in the chapter 1 all the way through 32 so what i'm going to do is i'm just going to give us an outline of what we've been studying so it can catch you all the way up to where we're going to end off today because we need to finish the book of ezekiel before we go into 2022. So we see that Ezekiel sees the glory of Jehovah God in the form of a cherubim, a wheel, an expanse, and a throne. And as um, Ezekiel sees these things, he also hears Jehovah speaks, and Jehovah tells him hostile environments that he is entering in, and that, that there are people in captivity from J- um, Judah would try to intimidate him hallelujah, with their looks and their words. But God encouraged Ezekiel to not be afraid of men in their faces. You not be afraid of them, but to speak what thus said the Lord God. And then when you go into chapter 3, the Lord God reveals Ezekiel's work. He become a watchman over God's people. Amen. So the prophet is to warn both wicked and errand righteous of the sinful ways. Amen. And then the Lord instructs Ezekiel to lay on his left side. Remember for that 390 days. And then on the right side for another 40 days as The lord god continued to instruct him he also gave him symbolic acts of a burden of both israel and judah's sin but the consequence of judah's sin were to betray in ezekiel eating ration and unclean food and then we saw how the siege and the punishment of judah was to be horrendous meaning that it was going to be harsh amen and what the lord god would do to this country this nation because of their disobedience amen and then chapter 6 began to paint a picture of God's people aborting themselves from their sin when chapter 7 speaks justification for God's fearful judgment against his people but they will be judged according to their ways just like we will be judged according to our ways so we have to make sure that our ways are done unto God and making sure that we do everything unto God right and not idolize the things of God are create idols in our life because idolatry was one of their issues amen they allowed their silver and gold to overtake them but silver and gold cannot save them amen could not save them from god's anger and wrath so when you get into the book of ezekiel chapter 8 it began to reveal a vision that was given to ezekiel where he began to see the abomination of judah but in this vision amen it continued even when we went through chapter 11 god continued to show him this vision but at the same time god showed ezekiel four abominations that judah will be involved in the first one would be idolatry the second one would be worship of beasts the third would be worship of tamas and the priest participate in his son worship the same thing that is going on in our time of day right now the spirit of idolatry is going on Hallelujah is so strong, not just adultery, but the spirit of idolatry, meaning people are idolizing people and money and things instead of God. They're putting other things before the true and living God. They're making other things be their God instead of them worshiping the true and living God. They're worshiping beasts, amen, men and women and people that cannot even take them to heaven. And at the same time, they begin to participate in the sun worship. Amen. But God also showed Ezekiel the punishment of his people for this abomination. Hallelujah. Six men are to be used by God to slay only the old, the young, the virgin, the children and the women. Now, that was very harsh, wasn't it? But the seventh man is instructed to place a mark upon the foreheads of the faithful, amen, so that the sixty stories would not touch them. So those that was marked, that means that it would not come upon them. Hallelujah. And so the period of God's long suffering with Judah had ended because God commands the seventh man to take burning coals from the midst of the throne and burn Judah. So now God's about to set it ablaze, hallelujah, because of their what disobedience. So chapter eleven reveals that the people of Judah, elders and priests and princes of people, governors, that they were corrupt. Amen. So don't always look at leaders like, hey, they're so um untouchable or they're so spiritual. Some some of them are not. Just like these individuals, they was not. So we cannot We put out all of our trust in people we have to really ask god to show us their hearts to show us who they really are because a lot of times we can wear masks and it's really not of god just like these elders and these priests and these prince of people these governors they were so corrupt they was wearing a mask people thought that they were so holy that when they went behind closed doors that they were praying and they was going before the people on their behalf going before god on behalf of the people but in reality they was worshiping the other side they was worshiping Sons. they was worshiping fertile gods they was worshiping other gods they was like incense up to other idols they wasn't worship the true and living god so jehovah would no longer defer his judgment the lord identifies the false prophets as one who speaks from his own heart and spirit right calling his teachings inspired you know you got prophets and apostles those men and women that's out there proclaiming to be this of god and that of god and really in reality they're not So you have to ask God for the spirit of discernment to discern those that are really truly called by God, those that are really true prophets, those that are really true apostles, those that are really true men and women of God, because if not, you would be deceived. God was pointing this out. Listen, there are false prophets against you. I am excuse me, there are false prophets among you, and they're only coming from their own heart. They're coming with their own motive for their own gain. They really don't care nothing about you. All they want is what... You can give them they don't want nothing um they, they, they they're not going to um pray for you they're not going to go before God and lay um before God on your behalf they're not going to go and fast and pray and and ask the lord god to 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 help you they're only coming for money they're only coming to 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 do other things Amen, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we come against you. We come against every negative spirit that is on here. Amen. And right now we're putting you out and timing you out. And we just re- removed you. We we just removed you. So we right now we come against every negative spirit that would try to come onto the broadcast to put in negative words in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen and we canceled you out hallelujah and we're going to um um report it yes thank you in Jesus name thank you lord we're going to go ahead and remove that message we do we do apologize for any message that um that is on there that um just really disturbed you amen glory to god and at the end of the day like i said um these false prophets they were speaking their own hearts and they were calling on things that was not true but the lord god was against them amen and then also um, ezekiel ignored questions amen opposed by those idolatry elders because the lord god said that they're going to try to come and turn you away from the truth they're going to try to come and make you and answer their questions but it's nothing but a distractions you need to continue to tell them what i told you to tell them continue to tell them the truth do not let them come and persuade you or turn you away from me from you telling them what i'm telling you to tell tell them because that's what they're going to try to do but even as this happened god begins to take judah Judah is compared to a useless vine that cannot be used for furniture or even a wild pad. Judah is compared to an unfaithful wife that caused her husband grief and pain. So the Babylon and Nebuchadnezzar despite as an eagle that swooped down upon the rebellious house of Judah and takes her captive. Hope is given to the house of Israel that the Messiah and his kingdom, the church, would be established if they begin to what, obey. Amen. And the Lord God continues to remind them that it is uh, the soul that sins that should die. Hallelujah. But the elders of Israel inquire of Jehovah sitting before Ezekiel. Rather than giving these men the time of day, Jehovah rebuked them for their sin. He was not playing with them no more. So Jehovah sent his sharp sword. He began to send Nabrach and Dazzle and a man against Jerusalem for her sin. And then Jehovah calls upon Ezekiel to expose all of Judah's sin and let them know the Lord God see you doing that idolatry. God see you murdering those innocent souls. God see you profaning the Sabbath. God see the adultery. God see the greed. God see the dishonest gain. So all these things that he was pointing out to Ezekiel, let him see. God is also saying in our time and day. I see these things. I see these things that men and women of God is doing. Know that you will not get away with it because I am going to expose you. I am changing guards. I am changing things over for those that really have a heart after me. I'm changing those that really want to get down to kingdom business. And I'm taking those out that is committing these sins behind closed doors. They have dishonest gains. They're greedy. They, they commit adultery. They, 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 they profane the Sabbath. They're murderers, not only murdering people and killing them with just objects, but they're killing them with their mouth. They're sowing discord. They're gossiping. They're trying to tear down people's character, they're, It's character assassination. They're trying to tear ministries down. They're going around putting their mouths on men and women of God so that people won't receive the truth, the true living word, so that they can be held captive, that they can stay bound. So what they do is they go and they begin to assassinate the character of the great men and women of God that God is using in this time and day to turn people against their ministry, to turn people against them so that they won't come to a place, true place of worship, a true place where if the spirit of God really dwells, a true place where the real teaching of the word of god is presented but they can go sit down in sanctuaries where it's dry as dead and there's no life but at the end of the day i will expose them and they will know that i am jehovah god so jehovah calls upon ezekiel to expose their sin just like god is calling upon us as prophets today to expose the sins of those to go before hallelujah, on some behalf to pray. But if they don't turn away from their wicked ways, the Lord God will bring his anger and wrath against them. Amen? Because the Lord God gives names to the two sister nations that committed adultery against him. Remember, Ola, Israel, and Samaria, and Ohala by, um Jerusalem, and Judah. Both these sisters committed adultery with Ezra and Egypt. The younger went further and committed adultery with Babylon. But at the end of the day when you travel to chapter 24 jehovah takes ezekiel's wife to teach judah a lesson meaning that he murdered ezekiel's wife just imagine just so that god point can get across he come and take your loved one when you're the one that's being faithful when you're the one that's doing what god is calling you to do but because god wants them to see how strong his hand is just to show him that he's god and no matter what He can put something out there so treacherous as this that you would even think that Ezekiel would have just gave up and said, you know what, Lord, I'm not serving you no more. But he knew that he had no other choice but to but to serve the true and living God, because out of all the years that he had his time with his wife, he appreciated her. He loved her. But at the end of the day, when God took her. He continued his walk he continued to do the work of god god have taken many loved ones from us god have taken things from us but we cannot stop loving god we could not stop the good fight of faith we got to persevere through we got to push through we got to run through because at the end of the day it's not to hurt us it's not to get us in a place of depression or stress Or even feeling like we want to commit suicide, but it's getting us into a place for greatness because God is about to use us for great things. So don't take it for granted or don't take it by chance that maybe the things that have happened to you, it's not always because you have sinned, but maybe God is trying to get his point across. Maybe God is trying to be heard. Maybe God is trying to get the glory in something. But at the end of the day in this particular thing jehovah takes Ezekiel's wife to teach judah a lesson amen and ezekiel is commanded not to mourn over the death of his wife that was hard come on who don't mourn over the death of who you love who you've been with who you only know some people have been with a person all their life but then all of a sudden they're taken from them that's all they know that's all who they know and then all of a sudden you're telling me i can't even mourn over them i can't even just cry over them no because you gotta get up and come on let's go because there's work that needs to be done amen so if they symbolize the coming dread upon Judah, amen, they will lose their loved ones and their response will be Ezekiel's no more, because they have heard the warnings and now left no excuse. God won't plan. Listen, I would take your loved ones. I would take those that you love dearly. If you don't come and be obedient unto me, you would think, wow, is that is that, is that God? Because we doubt that god and know that god is a true and loving god yes he is but when we put god to anger because when we continue to sin and rebel against god god would do whatever he has to do to get our attention and that don't mean that he's a mean and angry god but he loves us so much he wants us to have eternal life because what's here on earth is not eternal it is just temporarily, amen. He wants us to have eternal life. Eternal life is heaven, but if we continue to rebel and continue to sin here on earth, we will never make it to eternal life. So some things he sometimes he has to do what he has to do here on earth in order for us to get it right so that we can gain eternal life, amen. And then it began to talk about the prophecies against Ammon and Moab and Edom and the Philistines to illustrate that God is God over all flesh. And then there was prophecies against Tyre, and then the pride and ruin of Tyre, amen. And then the prophecy against Egypt, amen. And how Pharaoh defiles himself, how he begins to call himself. Remember um, the river; he, he owns the river. Remember he began his pride begins to um, overtake him, amen hallelujah his pride began to to make him feel like he he the one who established the river amen that the river is named after him but when truly and we know that god created all things hallelujah so he became to to he wanted people to idolize him amen so now we're going over to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 33 amen hallelujah so i hope that that summary have caught most of you up to where we are now amen i know it was a lot but at the end of the day i want us to be able to have an understanding so now where we are right now you can be able to understand where we are hallelujah so come on let's go so we're going to go ahead and have our reader read in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 33 hallelujah and then chapter 33 hallelujah let's go we're going to read chapter 33 in the book of ezekiel amen and glory to god we ask you god to bless the reading of this word decrease me that you may increase and we just thank you lord god for your word on today we thank you holy spirit for speaking through your servant and for allowing this word to follow good ground in jesus name and lord god we just thank you hallelujah and praise your name amen the book of ezekiel Chapter 33, let's read.
2: Ezekiel 33, again the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of thy people, and say unto them, When I bring the sword upon a land, if the people of the land take a man of their coasts, and set him for their watchman. If when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet and warn the people. Then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet, and taketh not warning, if the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet, and took not warning, his blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. But if the watchman see the sword come, And blow not the trumpet, and the people be not warned. If the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word at my mouth, and warn them from me. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. If thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast to deliver thy soul. Therefore, O thou son of man, speak unto the house of Israel. Thus he speak, saying, If our transgressions and our sins be upon us, and we pine away in them, how should we then live? Say unto them, As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die, O house of Israel? Therefore, thou son of man, say unto the children of thy people, The righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. As for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall thereby in the day that he turneth from his wickedness, neither shall the righteous be able to live for his righteousness in the day that he sinneth. When I shall say to the righteous that he shall surely live if he trust to his own righteousness and commit iniquity, all his righteousnesses shall not be remembered. But for his iniquity that he hath committed, he shall die for it. Again, when I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, if he turn from his sin, and do that which is lawful and right. If the wicked restore the pledge, give again that he had robbed, walk in the statutes of life without committing iniquity. He shall surely live, he shall not die. None of his sins that he hath committed shall be mentioned unto him he hath done that which is lawful and right, he shall surely live. Yet the children of thy people say, The way of the Lord is not equal, but as for them, their way is not equal. When the righteous turneth from his righteousness and committeth iniquity, he shall even die thereby. But if the wicked turn from his wickedness and do that which is lawful and right, he shall live thereby. Yet ye say, The way the Lord is not equal, O ye house of Israel. I will judge you, every one, after his ways. And it came to pass in the twelfth year of our captivity, in the tenth month, in the fifth day of the month, that one that had escaped out of Jerusalem came unto me, saying, The city is smitten. Now the hand of the Lord was upon me in the evening, afore he that was escaped came, and had opened my mouth until he came to me in the morning. And my mouth was opened. And I was no more dumb. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, they that inhabit those wastes of the land of Israel, speak, saying, Abraham was one, and he inherited the land, but we are many. The land is given us for inheritance. Wherefore say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Ye eat with the blood, and lift up your eyes toward your idols, and shed blood, and shall ye possess the land? Ye stand upon your sword, ye work abomination, and ye defile every one his neighbor's wife, and shall ye possess the land? Say thou thus unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, As I live, surely they that are in the wastes shall fall by the sword, and him that is in the open field will I give to the beasts to be devoured, and they that be in the forts and in the caves shall die of the pestilence." For I will lay the land most desolate, and the pomp of her strength shall cease. And the mountains of Israel shall be desolate, that none shall pass through. Then shall they know that I am the Lord, when I have laid the land most desolate because of all their abominations which they have committed. Also, thou son of man, the children of thy people still are talking against thee by the walls and in the doors of the houses. And speak one to another, every one to his brother, saying, Come, I pray you, and hear what is the word that cometh forth from the Lord. And they come unto thee as the people cometh, and they sit before thee as my people, and they hear thy words, but they will not do them. For with their mouth they show much love, but their heart goeth after their covetousness. And lo, thou art unto them. Is a very lovely song of one that hath a pleasant voice, and can play well on an instrument, for they hear thy words, but they do them not. And when this cometh to pass, lo, it will come that shall they know that a prophet hath been among
1: them. Amen. They should know that a prophet hath been among them. Now, here Ezekiel is reminded of his appointed place of watchman into the house of Israel. What is a watchman? A watchman is one that watches out that pray. Pray without ceasing, meaning that they're on the fortified wall watching, praying, seeing, decreeing, declaring things up and forth. Amen. At the same time, Ezekiel has already established the fact that God has appointed him as what? A watchman unto the house of Israel. Amen. Because remember in um, chapter three, verse 17, that's what the Lord God have presented to him then. Amen. So at the end of the day, when we um, understand what is his duty as a watchman? Well, when we go back to chapter three, remember in the book of um, Ezekiel, chapter three, when um, God charged Ezekiel to be a watchman, it says right here, it says, um, verse 16, and it came to pass at the end of the seven days that the word of Jehovah came to me, saying, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning for me. Meaning that the Lord God explains to Ezekiel that he has made him a watchman unto the house of Israel, meaning that the Lord God was to post him on the city walls amen at the city gates so when you read in the book of second kings chapter nine and also second samuel um, chapter 18 it would give you a better understanding on what those city walls look like and what the city gates are that the jehovah is referring to but he was to guard the walls day and night against every enemy attack amen he was responsible for warning the citizens of impeding attack sounding a trumpet remember the book of um nehemiah when the lord god sent him to what camp around the wall at the same time so as the watchmen on the city wall were to warn the inhabitants of danger so ezekiel had to warn them he had to be the ones to warn the captives of judah amen of their consequence of their sin as well amen because at the end of the day Ezekiel had found himself in a position to rebuke a sinful man, yet said nothing. But God will require the blood of Ezekiel to be paid. So that's why he had to make sure that when the Lord God gave him a word to say, he had to make sure that he said it. Because if not, the blood would be on his hands. Amen. That's why God explained to Ezekiel that as he does his work and indeed wants the sinner of the consequence of their sin, and the man rejects the warning he has effect murdered himself committing spiritual suicide but since he has told them what thus said the lord have said guess what the blood is not on his hand anymore because he has what warned them and he had told them what the lord god have said so the lord god have given him the ability to be a watchman to watch the sound of a trumpet when he see of any enemy coming anybody that will come into the camp amen so the idea is that when a watchman sees danger coming to the people in the form of a sword he begins to uh, blow the trumpet of warning he does he this was his duty daily amen this was something that he had to do daily it's like a job amen like the lord have given us a trumpet he have given us the, the the also that same calling to be a watchman but we have come off the wall we no longer watch we are we just go and we do what we want to do we say what we want to say we do it when we want to do it when the lord said no i've called you to be a watchman i need you to watch over my people i need you to sound the alarm because the enemy has come in for an attack and they have caught many of us off guard because you were supposed to be the watchman on the wall watching sounding the alarm the trumpet but because you was off your post you was in somebody else's business you were sowing discord over here you was gossiping over there you wasn't in your right positioning right here you wasn't doing what the lord god told you to do over there now you have allowed them to be attacked because you was off your post but at the end of the day when the lord god have called us as watchmen we must stay on the post we must ask god how do we do what we're called to do and how do we sound the trumpet when there is danger in the house because the lord god will always fight for us amen So Ezekiel's job was to blow the trumpet of warning. Amen. So the sounding alarm would give the people time to prepare for the coming of the enemy. The reason why most of us have been caught off guard, because we have not been given the time to prepare. Even though the alarm has sounded, but we have missed the sound. Glory to God. So yet, if the watchman sounds the alarm and anyone, hallelujah, and any one person does not receive the warning through um, disbelief, or because of um um, rebellious or because of disobedient, then guess what the blood is on your hand you have caused a spiritual death on your own hand because the alarm was sounded you just didn't have ears to hear because you had your ears somewhere else you was not listening to the trumpet that was the that that was already that has been sounded amen because of your rebellious because of your disbelief because of your unbelief amen and the blood should be upon yourself because we have sounded the trumpet, but you have not went to do what God have called you to do. So there's some aspect where there are true watchmen on the wall and sounding the trumpet, blowing the trumpet. But most people is not catching the sound. They're missing the sound because they're in their own pride, they're in their own arrogance, they're in their own ways. They have come out of the vision that God have given them. Because now they have bigger churches, now they have money, now they have power, prestige. They no longer want to do what the God wants them to do. So they're hearing it somewhere else. So the trumpet has been sounded, but they're continuing to pray and saying, Lord, God, you're forgotten about me. The Lord said, No, I've not forgotten about you. You're listening to a different sound. You're not hearing the sound of the trumpet that I have sounded through my watchmen. Amen. And because of that, that's why now, the things that you're going through is because of your own wrongdoing, because you have missed the sound, amen? So note the connection between blood and the soul used, hallelujah, in the verse that we just read, it, it also referred back to the book of Leviticus, chapter 17, and the book of Acts, chapter 18, and chapter 20, amen? And again, like I said, as God have called us as watchmen, amen, we are responsible to watch out and warn against sin worldliness, false teachers, false doctrine, amen, and and the things that are not of God, and we are not found guilty of another man's blood, so when you know that they're doing wrong, why connect to wrong, you need to connect to those that are doing right, those that are living in truth, don't go because of numbers, don't go because it sounds loud over there, go because truth is over there, go because they're living over there, life is over there, God is over there, the presence, the spirit of God is with them, That's the glory is there, but don't go because of this noise, because a lot of us have went because of noise and it's the wrong sound. Amen. So God has set Ezekiel as a spiritual watchman over the house of Israel, his people in general. God will set those over you to be a watchman, to watch over your soul, to pray you through, not to own you, not to rule you, not to control you or manipulate you. That's not a watchman sent by God. A watchman sent by God is not controlling. It's not manipulating. But they're sent by God. They care about your spiritual state. They're praying for you. They're, they're speaking life into you. Amen. But at the same time, the work of a spiritual watchman, amen, also deals with making sure that souls, amen, are being saved, amen. At the same time, they're speaking truth. They're giving you the word of God, amen. Amen. And they're not allowing um, your 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 they're, they're not allowing the things of God to be missed, amen. Because without the things of God, without the Word of God, amen, we will be nothing, amen. And a lot of people are being put to shame, amen, because they are continuing their sin and disobedience, amen. But Ezekiel's job is to shame the people of Israel to let them know what the truth is. The truth should sell us free. If you cannot take the truth, then who are you serving? Because Jesus and God is truth. Amen. Hallelujah. But we fail to turn to truth at times because we want what we want. Amen. But today, and a lot of us as believers today, fail to turn a sinner back to the right path. Amen. Of life especially some leaders because of them probably sowing more into their ministry or doing this or doing that because they don't want them to leave but you have to make sure that you're giving them truth you have to make sure that you're giving them the word of god you must make sure that you're putting that center back on the right path amen right in the path of god do not turn them away from god do not give them what they're ears is itching for, but get on what their heart need, what their spirit need, and that is the truth. So at the end of the day, Ezekiel ties as the watchman into the house of Israel. Apparently many of the people of Judah and those of the captivity were experiencing mental anguish over the fact that they have now realized their sin and they are receiving the just consequence for their action. Jehovah as the all-knowing The omniscient God who has heard, hallelujah, the people's penny that say our transgressions and our sins are upon us. How can we live? Amen. They realize now that their minds are filled, hallelujah, with doubts of having no hope and being eternally doomed. Because now they see that the Lord God is not playing with them. The anger of the Lord is upon them. Don't wait until the anger of God is upon you. Don't wait until to that time come. Do right now. Ask God to show you you're wrong. Ask God to show you the speck in your own eye. Look in the mirror at yourself. Quit looking at the mirror at everybody else. Quit turning the mirror on everybody else. Quit looking at, in the speck of other people's eyes. But look in the speck in your own eye. Look in your own mirror and ask God what you can do better. Ask God how you can make things better. How Ask God how you can get closer to him. Quit trying to point out every wrong and everybody else. Look at the fact of what you're doing so that God can better you. Don't be like these people waiting to the last minute. So the Lord continued to tell Ezekiel to comfort the people with words of instruction. First thing he says, first, the people needed to be reminded of the mercy of God. God has given us so much mercy, so much grace. But a lot of times we take his mercy and grace and we abuse it we take his mercy and grace and and do anything with it because we feel like he owes that to us god don't owe us anything but at the end of the day he gives it to us because he loves us that much he loves us that much but he tells ezekiel i want you to remind them of the mercy of god god certainly has no pleasure in the death of the wicked at all that's why in the old testament hallelujah um when apostle peter hallelujah um I mean, in the New Testament, in Second Peter, the Lord is not a slacking concerning His promises; some count slackness, but is long-suffering to you and wishing that any should perish, but shall all shall come to repentance. Amen. So we need to go to repentance. That's the second thing. The call is to repentance and hope. If a sinner will repent, meaning turning from their current sinful course of life, God will be merciful to them and spare their eternal soul. It takes a spirit of humility to repent. Do you have humility today? We're walking around with so much pride. Know the difference. Pride is not humility. Humility is God. Pride is of the devil. A lot of us are walking around with so much pride and we think that we're walking in humility. It takes a spirit of humility to repent. To repent means to admit that there is something wrong in your own life. Not in my life. Quit trying to look at what's wrong in the pastor's life. What the men and women of God ain't doing. I'm church hurt. This hurt. The church. This the church that we are. The church. Look in the speck in your own eye. I'm not saying that the church didn't hurt you, but know that you're the church first. How did you hurt yourself? How did you allow them to get into your heart? Because we must be serving God, not man. When we do everything, we need to do everything unto what God, not unto people. Because when people, guess what? When people leave us, and when people do us wrong, we leave God, because we're now offended we're hurt and we said well we did it for no you need to do what you do unto god do it because God's telling you to do it do it because it's going to glorify god because at the end of the day if they don't do right and if they do you wrong and god sees all of that God'll deal with them you ain't gotta worry about that god will get them so you don't even have to try to get them because god will get them amen so we need to repent we need to learn to admit that there is something wrong in our own life and that we need to be changed. Amen. Because the word of God exposed the wrong and the sinner is left to make the decision as to change or remain in sin. God is not going to force us. Second, um, um, hallelujah, glory to God. Second, uh, Corinthians 7 and 10. And hallelujah. So we got to understand that God's not going to force nothing on us. We got to want it ourselves. He give us free choice. Either we're going to do right or we we, we miss it but i want you to get it that's why i'm continuing this book of ezekiel and chapter um 37 i'm gonna leave at last we're gonna go through all the chapters and then after chapter 48 i'm gonna come with chapter 37 of the book of ezekiel because we're gonna speak life we're gonna call those dry bones into existence we're gonna call those dry bones and we're gonna make them dry bones what arise so that life can come upon you in jesus name because we're about to get ourselves together we're about to get all this stuff out of us right because we want to do it right amen so as we continue to read we understand that in verses 12 through 16 these verses clearly illustrate the fact that god is light and in him is no darkness at all first john 1 and 5 there's no darkness god is light 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 hallelujah god does not look to a man's history of sin and righteousness acts and base his judgment on comprehensive basis a righteous man may live his life doing as Jehovah has commanded yet at the end he turns away from the Lord. So you can serve the Lord for all your life and one wrong move can mess you up for eternal life. And you say, well, I've been in the church for 50 years but one wrong move can cause you to lose it all. Would you would you risk losing everything for that wrong, that one wrong move? Amen? 40 years of rushing the service will, will not negate the final few years of unfaithfulness so you can't say oh um i'm retired you retired from what you can't retire from god Uh-uh. i know you served 50 60 years and you can't retire from god you got to still be faithful okay you may ain't got to run the church maybe you got god using you got somebody else running the ministry that's fine but that don't mean that you stop being faithful that means that if god still you just still get up and preach or god still tell you to get up and do 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 you got to do just because you done brought somebody in and take over and you say you don't retire no 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 no. you got to still stay faithful now maybe they are stepping in and relieving some of those duties and responsibilities that you once had but that don't stop you from being unfaithful you still got to stay faithful amen and this is something that we see and that you will be judged amen for that amen because the way of the lord is not equal it indicates a change by some that god is not fair in his judgments but many fail to see that the wisdom of condemning a man who have lived a life of faith, while a man who lived a wicked life has now repented and spared. Mm-mm. Here's a voice that is being heard more and more by some brethren today. Some consider it a terrible thing to call out the name of a beloved false teacher because of the years of good service he has accumulated. An aged preacher who begins accepting and teaching faulty doctrine is accused, hallelujah, by some because of his past track record when a faithful man exposed his older brother error the brotherhood Christ that's not fair for you to do that so this brother has lived faithful for many years in all reality the brother who makes such statements are exclaiming, the way of the Lord is not equal amen but when we read more and more you got to understand that it doesn't matter about the years we have to stay faithful all throughout eternity amen so at the end of the day hallelujah Ezekiel has to tell Ezekiel had to tell them amen that years of service mean nothing when sin is in one's life amen just period and note that when the unjust leave off following truth everything that is just and righteous seem to be unjust and unfair so the more you convict him or his beloved friends of sin the more anger they would get but at the end of the day here is the fulfillment of the prophecy jehovah speaks to ezekiel news of the destruction of jerusalem did not reach the captives for a whole year and a half that it occurred but not all men and women were destroyed in the fall of jerusalem thank god that god saved the remnant amen like god is saving the remnant of us if we continue to do what's right those who who remained had deluded themselves into thinking that the land now belonged to them as an inheritance by god their reasoning is as the following because Abraham was one and receive the land of Canaan as an inheritance. We are many sons of Abraham, and so shall receive the land and inheritance as well. But Ezekiel's response is to expose their sin. So God questioned those who remained that were guilty of eating blood, worshiping idols, guilty of murder by saying, shall you possess the land? What have you done to deserve my blessing? We think that we deserve everything and we ain't even living right we ain't even doing what god is telling us to do we're so disobedient but we expect god to bless us they put their confidence in the sword of war and were guilty of adultery with their neighbor's wives they that had not been destroyed in jerusalem the lord would judge them according to their works so the people's attitude towards ezekiel begins to what change amen so early on the lord warns ezekiel of the people words and hateful looks they will give him when he preached the truth that's what happens today some people ain't gonna come in your church because you preaching the truth you're teaching the truth they want to keep living in lies they want to keep doing what they want to do they want to keep living in disobedience so it's not that something is wrong with you they just don't want to change they just don't want truth they just want to go to a place that's making a lot of noise but not doing nothing has no life dysfunctional because they're dysfunctional. You continue to do what's right. You continue to teach the truth. And God will send those that are hungering for the truth. God will send those that want more of the truth. You just continue. Don't turn just to have numbers. Don't turn just to, just to be part of everybody. God has set you apart for a reason. He set you apart to be holy and acceptable unto him. So know that people attitude is going to try to change against you. People are going to try to turn people against you. They're going to try to make people think otherwise um, um, against you. They're going to make people, try to make people think that you're not a good person. That, oh, she's not of God. He's not of God. You shouldn't go there. You shouldn't do this. Only because they don't want you and because their motive is negative. They have a motive that's of the devil. Anytime the devil has a motive, he's going to try to uproot you out of truth. He's going to try to uproot you out of a place that's bringing life. That's bringing you to a place of blessings. That's bringing you to your place of inheritance. He want to always see you bound. He want to always see you without. So he's going to keep on throwing lies. That, that's what the devil do. He is deceptive. He is deceiving. He's an accuser of the brethren. He will accuse God's brothers and sisters, men and women of God, of truth, just to prove his point to be right. when really, he's wrong. Amen. So at the end of the day, they're going to have an attitude towards you that's not going to be all good, but that's okay. You're not there for them. Amen? Because at the end of the day, Ezekiel had forecasts regarding the destruction of Jerusalem has come to pass. And as the people realize that Ezekiel's words have now come to pass, they begin to have a renewed interest in him. So multitudes come to sit at the prophet's feet and hear him preach. Yet the Lord warns Ezekiel to not be deceived by their loyalty to jehovah see there are people that come and act like oh they with you oh i'm with you but really in reality they're not amen they're just going through right now they they just they just they just need just somebody to pray for them but once they get back to their wicked ways they're going to be right back up doing what they love to do and that's not being obedient to the things of god so be careful from those they're there they're there they're. they're coming they're, they're, they're coming to sit at your feet like they're really learning but really they are not he said do not be deceived by their apparent loyalty the captives were showing much love but their hearts go after their grain they only wanted the money they only wanted the two fish and five loaves that they saw you with they only saw you with a blessed a blessed man of god a blessed woman of god they knew that your prayers hit heaven and, and, and the gates of heaven opened for you when you begin to pray and decree and declare a thing, not because you so great, but because you know how to dwell in his presence. So they saw all of those attributes of your prayer life, your fasted life, you being Lord to God to try to come in, but really in reality, they were still after their own grain, like many are today. They speak swelling words of love, 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 yet prove themselves wicked by their deeds, deeds, deeds. Amen. Ezekiel's popularity had now grown due to fulfillment of his prophecy. People came to listen to him speak as though he were, were someone putting on a concert. Some preachers today, some men and women of God today, they're only For their own popularity. And so give the people what they want. They're giving people entertainment. They're giving people just a a word that may not even come to pass just to get people to fill up their chairs. They're bringing just prophecy that God has not even given to them because they know your address. They know what you're doing only because of the worldwide web, because of the spirit of divination. They're really. Not speaking what thus said the Lord God. They're walking in popularity because the people was calling their name. What would you do if the people are not calling your name? Thank God it's only God calling my name. I only want God to call my name, not people. I don't want to be deluded by popularity. I don't want to be deluded by people liking me just because I'm giving them a right now word. I want them to love God. I want them to want God. Amen. they thronged thrown him yet did not hear a word he said. They was like, hallelujah, praise the Lord. You speak, go Ezekiel, hallelujah. But really, they didn't hear nothing. It was only there for their own gain. Amen. They didn't hear a word. They didn't hear one word he said. Because when it came time for them to pray, when it came time for them to go in and fight, spiritually they didn't know how to do it because they they didn't know how to go back and get that word the word of god they set up under the word, but they didn't know how to go back in and get the word when the word of god was presented right to them because they was not really there for the word of god they was there only for their own grain amen so when the remaining jews in palestine were destroyed for their wickedness they would know that a prophet had been among them amen Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, this is good. Hallelujah. I know you're saying, wow, this is a lot. I know it is a whole lot, but we're going to continue to keep on moving. We're going to chapter 34. Amen. Hallelujah. Those that are still with us. I told you we're going to travel through the chapters today amen so we'll be on here for a little while today studying the word of god it's nothing like studying god's word hallelujah amen so come on we're going to go ahead and read chapter 34 we're going to talk about this these careless shepherds over god's people what we're experiencing today glory to god chapter 34 of the book of ezekiel ezekiel 34
2: and the word of the lord came unto me saying son of man Prophesy against the shepherds of Israel, prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds, Woe be to the shepherds of Israel, that do feed themselves, should not the shepherds feed the flocks. Ye eat the fat, and ye clothe you with the wool, ye kill them that are fed, but ye feed not the flock. The diseased have ye not strengthened, neither have ye healed that which was sick." Neither have ye bound up that which was broken. Neither have ye brought again that which was driven away. Neither have ye sought that which was lost. But with force and with cruelty have ye ruled them. And they were scattered because there is no shepherd, and they became meat to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains, and upon every high hill, yea, my flock was scattered upon all the face of the earth, and none did search or seek after them. Therefore ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, saith the Lord God, surely, because my flock became a prey, and my flock became meat to every beast of the field, because there was no shepherd, neither did my shepherds search for my flock,
1: but the mm. shepherds
2: fed themselves, and fed not my flock. My God. Therefore, O ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, behold, I am against the shepherds, Mm. and I will require my flock at their hand, and cause them to cease from feeding the flock. Neither shall the shepherds feed themselves any more, for I will deliver my flock from their mouth, that they may not be meat for them. Mm. But thus saith the Lord God, behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and Mm. will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. Mm. And I will bring them out from the people, and gather them from the countries, Mm. and will bring them to their own land, and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers, and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel... Shall their fold be, there shall they lie in a good fold, and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock, and I will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord God. I will seek that which was lost, and bring again that which was driven away, and will bind up that which was broken, and will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong, Mm. I will feed them with judgment.
0: Mm.
2: And as for you, O my flock, Mm. thus saith the Lord God, Behold,
0: Mm.
2: I judge between cattle and cattle, between the rams and the he-goats, seemeth it a small thing unto you to have eaten up the good pasture, but ye must tread down with your feet the residue of your pastures, Mm. and to have drunk of the deep waters, Mm. but ye must foul the residue with your feet. And as for my flock, they eat that which ye hath trodden with your feet, Caesar. and they drink that which ye have bowed with your feet. Therefore thus saith the Lord God unto them, Behold, I, even I, will judge between the fat cattle and between the lean cattle,
0: mm.
2: because ye have thrust with side and with shoulder, and pushed all the diseased with your horns, mm. till ye have scattered them abroad therefore will I save my flock and they shall no more be a prey Jesus. and I will judge between cattle and cattle uh-huh. and I will set up one shepherd over them mm-hmm. and he shall feed them mm. even my servant David
0: mm. he shall feed them mm.
2: and he shall be their shepherd
0: mm. and I the Lord will be their God mm.
2: and my servant David a prince among them I Ugh. the Lord have
1: spoken it. It. and I will make with
2: them a covenant of peace
1: Come on, we in, um, and I oh. um
2: the evil beasts to cease out of the land and they shall dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods
0: and I will make them and the places round about my hill a blessing shall it come down
2: in come his on. season there shall be showers You're of so
1: blessing get here.
2: and the tree of the field shall yield her fruit and the earth shall yield her increase mm. and they shall be safe in their land
0: mm.
2: and shall know that I am the Lord when I have broken the bands of their yoke wow. and delivered them out of the hand of those that served themselves of them and they shall no more be a prey to the heathen
0: mm.
2: neither shall the beast of the land devour them but they shall dwell safely mm. and none shall make them afraid and I will raise up for them a plant of renown and they shall be no more consumed with hunger in the land wow. neither bear the shame of the heathen anymore thus shall they know that i the lord their god am with them ah. and they even the house of israel are my people saith the lord god and ye my flock mm. the flock of my pasture are men and i am your god saith the lord
1: god amen i am your god says the lord god come on now when god speak he speaks right he truly speaks hallelujah we're talking about careless shepherds over God's people. That is what chapter 20, 34 is saying in the book of Ezekiel. Careless shepherds over God's people. Who are shepherds Ezekiel speaking of? Amen. The book of Jeremiah appears to lump the rulers of Judah. These are kings and priests who occupy um, civil rule. So with the prophets and the priests as Judah shepherds, Jeremiah writes, The priest said not, where is Jehovah? And they that handled the law knew me not. The rulers also transgressed against me. And the prophets prophesied by Baal and walked after things that do not profit. Amen. Jeremiah 2 and 8. And Jeremiah had condemned the rulers of Judah for not ruling with righteousness nor justice. When you go to Jeremiah 21 and 12. So such rule has a trickle-down effect on people. See, wicked kings allow wicked priests and prophets to speak lies. That's just like wicked leaders will allow wicked prophets, wicked apostles, wicked evangelists, teachers, come on now, pastors, to speak lies for their own heart as they're supposed to speak in the mind of God. They want gain. They want numbers to come in the church. They want more money for the church. They want more power and prestige for the church. So they will allow them to come and speak their own heart, but oppose the speaking the mind of God and therefore comforting the people in their own sin. When the Lord God seen you to a house as a prophet of God, as a woman of God, a man of God, and tell you to speak, thus saith the Lord God, I don't care what they're offering you. I don't care if you're thinking about coming back or you want them to call your name or um, like your post. You better speak what God is saying. Don't speak what they telling you to speak because you're trying to gain their trust and you're trying to gain their favoritism. It doesn't matter about their favoritism. It's about what God tells you to speak. You must speak because the blood is going to be on your hand. So what? They don't t- offer you to come back. So what? The people don't call your name. So what? They don't like your page. So what? They don't pay you. And if you go and you speak what God tells you to speak, God will take care of you. We're going because of the liking of the people. We're going because of the liking of the man and woman of that house for them to call us back again for us to be in their click. No, it doesn't work that way. When the Lord sent us to go and bring forth a word, we have to make sure that that's a word sent by God has to be speaking the mind of god therefore not comforting people in their sin amen so Ezekiel has to expose the sin of um zedekiah amen one of the the sins of the elders the prophets the priests and the priests the civil rulers and now lump them all under the term shepherds of israel because all of y'all are overseeing somebody no matter if you're a priest No matter if you're an elder, a prophet or whatever, you're speaking to somebody's life. You're you're coming and dealing with somebody's spiritual state. You just giving a word. You may not even be a pastor. You may not even have a flock of your own. But when you're calling yourself a prophet or a man or woman of God and you're speaking into people's lives, you're not just dealing with their mental state. You're dealing with their spiritual state, meaning it can affect them and break them either that they would live or die. So you have to be careful what you're speaking. Either it's gonna bring life or it's gonna bring death. Either it's gonna bring function or dysfunction. You gotta speak what God is telling you to speak. So the shepherd, a man, is one who is responsible for feeding and caring for the sheep. So here the elders of the New Testament church are referred to what as shepherds for the work of feeding and tending to the flock so that they go not astray into danger. But now you got bishops, you got apostles, you know, those are gifts. Apostle is a gift. It's a gift by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Apostle, pastor. He will give unto us what? He will give some apostles, some pastors, some evangelists, some teachers, some prophets, some, not all, but some. Those are gifts of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives those. Back then, these was elders. Back then, they tend to the, to the, to the flock. They were like shepherds. They didn't care about being a bishop. They ain't care all of that. They were to look over the flock, feeding them, tending the flock so that they would not go astray into danger. Meaning that they would not go astray into sin. They would not go into danger in deception or lies. We're allowing people to be to go astray because we're allowing them to live a lie. We're allowing them to go and and be part of a lie. Either you could tell a person, come and be part of this great ministry, not because it's me, but the truth is here. You say you feel the presence of God is here. You know the presence of God here. The truth is here. We can't force you to stay. But if you allow other people to take you here and there, and the spirit of God is not telling you to go here and there, you're dealing with your spiritual state. And you may not make it back. You may not make it back to where you need to be. So that's why we have to be very careful in making sure that we're hearing God and we're being led by God. And as men and women of God, we got to make sure that we're taking care of people's spiritual state, even though most people don't want it. You can't force them to drink. So you have to let them make their own decisions. All you can do is give them what you can and then just pray and ask God to do the rest because people gonna want what they want. Most people ain't gonna want the truth. Most people ain't gonna wanna be part of the truth. People wanna be part of numbers. They wanna be part of something. They wanna belong to something. They wanna belong to sound. They wanna belong to music. They wanna belong to just a crowd, but they don't wanna belong to truth. They don't wanna belong to what's gonna bring life. They don't wanna belong to what's gonna make them thrive and be not only successful in life, but be part of the kingdom of God you want to be part of something, be part of the kingdom of God. That's what we need to be part of. We want to be part of everything and everybody else but the kingdom of God. When you hear kingdom business, people don't even know what kingdom business is. We're just doing regular church business. No, we're kingdom minded. We're kingdom. We're doing kingdom business. Let that kingdom come. Let that will be done in earth as it is in heaven. It's already done as we're here. We'll have the way to heaven. We're kingdom now. God have given us the ability to live to have life and life more abundant so we're kingdom minded he've already given us the keys to the kingdom meaning that we can unlock whatever it is that we need but we have to what be in his presence dwell in his presence to know how and when to get there and when we get there how to unlock what have already given us to use the right key but at the end of the day jeremiah reveals the defective work of shepherds of judah during the days of Ezekiel and the fall of Jerusalem and, and when we read when we read in Je- Jeremiah chapter 23 but the ultimate spiritual responsibility within the of Judah was the high priest the priests and the prophets these men taught the word of God due to the sins of the prophet and the priest and their lack of spiritual knowledge the people of God were scattered by Babylon right now people are scattered people don't come to church no more they look at everything online, everything now is live, everything online, people don't come in the church building no more, people come when they want, they don't even come on Christmas no more, you know, usually they come on Christmas, show their outfits, show who they are, and then you don't see them for the rest of the year, they don't even come on Christmas no more, come on now, they, they have been scattered, they, they have been scattered, but at the end of the day, we're gonna have to all face Jesus, amen. The shepherds of Judah were careful to take care of themselves with the physical foods and luxury of life. However, while they lived it up in luxury, the people were poor in spiritual matters. So we, you know, you got the prophets telling you, oh, this is going to happen. God's going to do this. God's going to do you that. Go ahead and sow this. Go ahead and sow that. And you sow it. But at the end of the day, when you call them and say, could you pray for me? Well, you know what? Let my assistant call you right back. My assistant going to call you then. We're going to go on a prayer line. Matter of fact, go ahead and send your prayer request. You don't hear from them, but they took your money. But, but when it's time to pray for you, it's time to, to sit here and, and to and to labor for you. They're not laboring in tears and and, and, and and prayers and fasting for you. They're just coming to deceive you. They're coming to take your money. They're coming just to make themselves known, get a big crowd, just say the Lord God this, that, so people would see that they're prophets. But at the end of the day, they're about their own luxuries. But what about those that are really, 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 sitting and going before god on your behalf you don't know what people, what real true men and women of god is doing on your behalf they you, you you think they're just at home and they're luxuries but you don't know how they're in the church house praying and traveling for you you don't know how even when they get in their cars and they go where they're going they're calling out your name they're they're, they're writing your prayers upon tablets in and calling your name before the throne of god you don't know the suffering that they're suffering for you but soon when the prophet comes, soon when the people come you run right to them but you leave those that are really there for you lack of spiritual knowledge and you find yourself scattered because these shepherds was enjoying their own luxury they were living it up in luxury while the people were spiritually poor amen most women and men of god would tell you oh that woman of god got pride be careful men and women of god putting your mouth on the other women and men of god just to gain uh uh, uh um uh, people to be part of your ministry that's dangerous that's witchcraft and god will deal with you remember when they said aha remember when god sent his fire against them just for them saying aha aha so be careful amen Hallelujah. So the shepherds were careful. They took care of themselves. But Jeremiah said, Yea, the stork in the heavens knows your appointed times, and the turtle dove and the swallow, excuse me, the swallow and the crane observe the time of their coming, but my people know not the law of Jehovah. Jeremiah 8 and 7. So a shepherd is one who truly cares for those sheep in his charge. When one is diseased, sick and broken, going astray or even lost, the good shepherd would do all within his power to restore to health or to the flock. Rather than caring for the flock, the shepherds of Judah ruled over them with force and rigor. You can't force people to come. You can't force people to say, why you ain't come? No, you have to let people let God deal with them. Amen not only did the sheep have no one to repair their sickness broken bones nor seek them when they were going to harm way but many were lost to wild beasts they were devoured. you know you got some people that you're there for some people that you're giving them the truth some people that you're giving them spiritual food but they still disobedient they still being devoured they're still being drawn away because they are not listening to God. They are not being truthful to the things of God. And you're doing everything in your power to lead them um, right. But it's still, they continue to walk in disobedience. You can't force them to, 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 to drink water, life. You can't force them to live in light. You, all you could do is help them, give them what they need, and trust God to pull them all the way through. The whole picture is one that ought to bring shame to the shepherd responsibility for the sheep. They were entrusted with a flock and their wickedness has caused disaster. The sheep have become food for other beasts and those survive for sickly, broken, lost and still others wandering about aimlessly being scattered and having no one to care for them. And then you finally find somebody to care for you, but you're still not even obedient to the things of God. Amen. Judah's rulers, prophets, and priests had effectively destroyed the flock of God's people with such careless work. Elders, preachers, and and even teachers who preach and teach error are a true threat to the Lord's church. Do you know that? Anytime you preach in truth, anytime God is in your mix, you're a threat. Because the enemy don't want truth. He's a liar. He's a, he's a liar, he's a deceiver. So you're a threat. So every arrow gonna try to come against you in your ministry. People gonna say so many lies against you so they can try to uproot people out of your ministry, out of you helping them reach truth. But you just keep on trusting God. God will fight on your behalf because consequences of careless shepherds contrast with the one true shepherd. God will punish Judah's shepherd because they care not for God's people, but they fed them lies. And they let them die amen these shepherds of judah would be relieved of their duties and the blood of the lost and dead sheep would be required at their hands because they did not warn them of their wicked ways when you know a person is doing wrong when you know they're not living right when you know that they need to come on back into the house of god you just don't say nothing you continue to let them do what they want to do but you can't force people See, you 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 give people, you help people, you tell them, and then you continue to invite them, but you can't force a person to drink if they don't want to drink. Because the contrast between the self seek shepherds of Judah and Jehovah is given. The shepherds of Judah would let God's people, meaning the flock of sheep, wander away, not even searching the lost out. They would let them die of disease and broken limbs because there was no true care for sheep. See, Jehovah God is represented as a true caring shepherd. Amen. Jehovah will seek for those sheep that are his. The Lord will bring them home from their wandering. He will feed them and they will be filled. The Lord will mend their wounds and make them strong. Amen. But here we even know Isaiah had foretold of the church of Christ with the law going forth from the mountain of Jehovah's house where God will teach us of his ways. God would teach those of his ways, those that are willing to listen in the book of Isaiah chapter two, verse two, amen. But Jehovah's judgment would be against those sheep that have fattened themselves at expense of the poor and weak. The rich have carelessly taken of the harvest, leaving nothing for the poor. They have trotted the waters of the river, getting what they need and leaving the muddied water to the poor and needy. A picture of selflessness continues these shepherds and fat sheep only care for their own benefit to the left others excuse me benefits so left the others to themselves and that's why when the lord god begins to say i will appoint david as a shepherd amen because the association between david and the messiah amen that was considered here in jeremiah chapter 34 9 the king of david and messiah amen just like Jeremiah writes, Behold, the days come, said Jehovah, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute judges, excuse me, justice and righteousness in the land in his days. And Judah shall be saved and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is named whereby he shall be called Jehovah, our righteousness. Amen. So the unity between Jehovah God and David, the servant, this will show the unity. So no longer will the shepherd of God's people act in opposition to God's will. But now the two will be in a perfect unison. So in the day in which Jehovah will serve as a shepherd of the sheep, he will make a covenant with the people. So the thought is that his covenant promise through the seed of Abraham will be fulfilled in Jesus Christ in his laws. So when Christ came into the world, he preached the gospel of the kingdom of God, God's covenant, Matthew 4 and 23. The gospel will have the power to set all men free from the bondage of sin, John 8 and 31. And the fulfillment of the covenant promise that God gave to Abraham in Genesis 12 and 1 will involve showers of blessings to those who will be recognized as the Lord's true sheep. They will receive the forgiveness of sin. So I pray that you become the Lord God's true sheep so that you can truly receive the forgiveness of your sin. Amen. So we're going to preclude chapters 35 and 36 together because Ezekiel has already given the judgment of Edom. Amen. When we read in chapter 25, because the Edomites were the descendants of Esau, the twin brother of Jacob. And Edom was a nation filled with pride and arrogance. Amen. In the book of Psalms 137 and 7, it reveals the fact that Edom rejoiced as did Amen over the fail of Judah. Remember when I said those that even say, aha, to maybe what God is doing to you, God will deal with them. So just because God is dealing with us, don't give another person to say, aha, because God will deal with them as well. So throughout the scriptures, the name of Edom is used as a representative of all of Jehovah's enemy. Amen. And Edom will be brought down off her high horse of pride by Jehovah God. And I pray that you be delivered from the spirit of pride. Amen. And allow humility to be your portion. So in the book of uh, Ezekiel chapter 35, the dissolution of Edom for her sin. It says, moreover, the word of Jehovah came to me saying, son of man set their face against Sarah and prophesied against it, saying to it, thus says the Lord God Jehovah, behold, I am against thee. O Mount Zion, I will stretch out my hand against thee and I will make thee a desolation and astonishment. So as Mount Zion stands as a monument representing Israel to Mount Zion represents Edom. Mount Zion is generally identified with the modern Jaber and a range of mountains east of Arabah, stretching from the north to the south, with their peaks rising at five thousand feet. Amen. Jehovah is against Edom due to her sin, and then the Bible reads, "I will lay thou city waste, and thou shalt be desolate, and thou shalt know that I am Jehovah." Because they have a a perpetual em- enmity that has given over the children of Israel to the power of the sword in the time of their calamity in the time of iniquity of the end therefore i live said the lord jehovah i will prepare thee into the blood and blood shall pursue thee since they have not hated blood therefore blood shall pursue thee verse 7 7 through 15 ezekiel 35 thus will i make Mount sign an astonishment and dissolution i will cut off from it him that passed through and him that returneth i will fill his mountain with his slain in their hills, and in the valleys and all of the watercourses shall they fall and that are slain with the sword i will make thee a perpetual um, Desolation and the city shall be inhabited, and you shall know that I am Jehovah, because thou hast said, "These two nations and these two countries shall be mine, and we will possess it." Whereas Jehovah was there, therefore, as I live with the Lord Jehovah, I will do according to thy anger, and according, hallelujah, to thy anger, hallelujah, and according to thy envy, which they have shown out of their hatred against them, and I will make myself known among them when I shall judge thee and they shall know that I Jehovah heard it all the relevant which thou hast spoken against the mountains of Israel saying they are laid desolate, they are given us to devour and ye have magnified yourselves against me with your mouth and have multiplied your words against me I have heard it thus saith the Lord Jehovah when the whole earth rejoice I will make thee desolate and thou did rejoice over the inheritance of the house of israel because it was desolate so will i do unto thee thou shalt be desolate O mount side and all edom and even all of it and they shall know that i am jehovah so right here the reason jehovah is against edom and plans to destroy her city is due to her what being a perpetual enmity And given over the children of Israel to the power of the sword in the time of their calamity. Amen. Just like the Philistines. Amen. Esau and Edom had a long history of hating the descendants of Jacob. When you read in Numbers chapter 20 in Amos 1. Hallelujah. The um, Edomites are guilty of slaying the weakened inhabitants of Judah after the Chaladins have besieged and raided or weakened the nation. To hate blood is to display an attitude of horror over murder. And Edom apparently had no problem taking others' life if it meant benefiting them. The punishment for sin of Edom was that God will pursue them with the same lack of hatred over blood as they have shown towards Judah in the time of their calamity. Amen. So Esau had reached um, Joyce to see Judah fall because they thought they would benefit from it. The Lord reveals to them that they will all be destroyed for their lack of respect, reverence, and humanity towards the fallen. So be careful how you put your mouth on other people that is falling or who have failed. Because sometimes we miss it, but it does not give us the right to talk about them. Because they were destroyed for the lack of respect, reverence, and humility towards the fallen. If anything, we post supposed to what? pray for our brethren. Ask God to forgive them. Help lift them back to where God needs to use them. And Edom has said, Israel and Judah are now destroyed, so belong to me for possession. We feel like now it's our turn. Oh, now we're going to be known because they have fallen. The devil is a liar. Because the omniscient of God, when Jehovah's judgment falls against Edom for their words against Israel and Judah, they will know that I, Jehovah, have heard all their reverence. So Edom had a the name of Judah, excuse me, of Jehovah God, by magnifying their words against him. And Edom has ever, excuse me, has ever represented a non-spiritual mind class of people that began with Esau despising his birthright and marrying Canaanite woman at the disobedience of his father Isaac and grandfather Abraham. So the nation as a whole was no different to speak words against Jehovah God as though come on now he were no density of power whatsoever is indeed folly amen so now for the third time jehovah reveals to edom that when they fall they will certainly know that he alone is god so traveling over to the last chapter 36 israel has borne her punishment and shall now be restored in hope verses 1 do fifteen, amen. Although son of man prophesied to the mountains of Israel and saying, "Ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of Jehovah," says the Lord Jehovah, because the enemy have said against you, "Aha, aha," and the ancient high places are ours possession. Therefore prophesied, say, thus says the Lord Jehovah, because even because they have made you desolate and swallowed you up on every side, that you may be a possession unto the residue of the nation, amen and you are taken up to the lips of talkers and the evil report of the people glory to god And so, for those that are listening to us on our podcast it's going to cut us off here so we have um, done um chapter um, 35 amen in there and then we will come back on hallelujah on tomorrow and, and start with chapter hallelujah 38 but we're going to finish out 36. Remember, we're going to skip 37. We're going to do 37 on the last day on Thursday. So we're going to finish up 36. As the chapter 35 dealt with prophecy against Mount Sinai. Amen. And the nation set before them. Even so, chapter six deals with the mountains of Israel as a representative of God's people. And due to the fact that he surrounded nations, found Malau's joy in the downfall of Judah and considered Palestine a possession for their own, the Lord will shift to shame of sin back upon the heathen nations where it belong hallelujah so now jehovah tells his people that the surrounding nations that have practiced the same sinful conduct at judah will now bear their own shame for their sin so jehovah god is truly the god of all flesh so jehovah restores israel for his name's sake. so i need for you to read on your own chapter 36 and we'll come back and sum it up on tomorrow so chapter 36 verses 1 1- Hallelujah. Through 30 um through 38. Amen. Hallelujah. That's right. And God is going to be speaking to you there. Amen. Because Jehovah's blessings will come to his people that his name may be restored to greatness in the eyes of his nation. And meanwhile, Jehovah demands that Israel exercise shame and develop a sense of hatred for the sin that they have committed. Amen. So there's an attitude towards sin. We need to have the right attitude towards sin, meaning that we need to confess our